Welcome to Control the Controllables. I'm Dan Kiernan from Soto Tennis Academy in Spain, and we've teamed up with Max Tennis Academy in Ireland. We've brought this podcast together to entertain, educate, and energize the tennis community through the different lenses of the sport that we love. From Grand Slam champions to those at grassroots level, from sports journalists to backroom staff, Our aim is truly to get under the bonnet of the tennis world at all levels. So sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 104 of Control the Controllables. Today's episode, it's short, it's sharp, and I dare you not to be inspired by what John Cavill has to say and what he's currently doing. I'm going to leave him to explain all, and I'm going to pass you over to John Cavill. So, John Cavill, a big welcome to Control the Controllables. How are you doing? Yeah, great. Thanks for having me on the show. It's such a great opportunity, and I, I'm an avid fan of yours. No, it's uh, it's it's brilliant to have you on, John. And, and I think, you know, what better place to start today than everyone's kind of sitting around a little bit bored waiting for March 29th to arrive to get back on the courts and uh, me and you are sat here with big bags under our eyes because <laughs> this, this lockdown period's been extremely busy I know for you in the UK so tell tell the listeners what you've been up to. Yeah it has I can't wait for lockdown to be over and then I get a break but um, and get back to the tennis court but uh, no I think it's really important when we use these times to to occupy yourselves and think about creative ways that you can continue the great work that you do. So for me schools has always been a massive part of my uh, coaching business just my whole general philosophy is about getting into schools because that's where the kids are so the more we can get tennis to the kids we can grow the game bring the numbers up feed them into the clubs and so on so that's been a huge passion of mine well since I set up tennis works 20 odd years ago but the thing is obviously with lockdown with not being able to go into schools and be able to to do that Um, thought of a very creative way and it was through my four-year-old daughter doing online learning for the very first time so I was watching her doing a PE lesson with a teacher and it's all good stuff but I volunteered to do some tennis and I thought well this would be great but then that gave me made me think hang on if I can do it for one school why don't I do it for more so I went through our school sports partnership which um, covers the schools in in where I live in Milton Keynes and she thought it was a wonderful idea. Um, instead of doing live sessions, she wanted pre-recorded ones. And so what's happened is I'm now supplying 30-minute videos every week to 90 schools in Milton Keynes, which has a reach of 18,000 children, wow. uh, which is just a mind-boggling number of children. When could you ever get to that many children Absolutely. through tennis ever in our life before? It's just, yeah. it's just amazing. And, and I love hearing stories like this, John, because I, I think during times of adversity, like, like, like a pandemic, it, there is always opportunity that opens. And none of us knew about Zoom. None of us knew about all of these other ways of, of actually getting in touch and communicating with the world in this way. Do you think the landscapes change forever now in terms of how we will run our tennis programs? It's a good point. And I think that coaches will 
adopt uh, IT and technology a lot more into their programs. And so how I see what we're doing now in terms of communicating with people, you can reach so many people through um, the internet. So that's a given. But the actual quality and the doing the stuff on the tennis court and that interaction face to face, I don't think we can ever get away with that. But the other good thing I've seen from providing videos or doing all this kind of stuff is that you can add to what you're already doing. So when you've got that child that comes once a week, well, now maybe they can do a video at home, whether it's fitness skills, mental skills, whatever it is, they can do another session. And we talk about the more you do, the better you get. Well, here's a great solution and it's very cost effective and accessible because it's in your home. Very good, John. And yeah, and on, on the podcast, and I know you're a big listener of the podcast, so thank you for the support. You always you always help us out with social media posts on it. But we, we've obviously, we've talked quite a bit about the top end of the sport and we've had quite a lot of people in through media and, and there seems to be this kind of growing thought process of where tennis fits in in terms of getting people engaged in the sport. You know, we talk about the Nick Kyrgios are great because it's opening up a new potential new customers into the sport, but it's so nice to have someone who is, is doing this, seeing it, feeling it at grassroots level. So I guess my question is, do you think we are in danger of the sport not being what we what we currently have as a sport is it is it a real challenge for us to to go against all the other things that are in kids lives right now for sure there's so much competition out there but rather than get swept up by it you've got to raise your game and evolve it's like tennis at the top end you know you can't just stay at one level you have to keep going and it's exactly the same at the grassroots at the bottom so you must think about creative effective ways but at the end of the day this is where i believe that coaches are the key to the sport to continuing it because if you have coaches that really put themselves out there interact very well with people and inspire kids and families and parents to get involved and as we know tennis is just a tool for being able to solve so many other things or to develop people in wonderful ways with the values that tennis brings so we need to sell that above the actual hitting a forehand and a backhand because you come to any parent and you say look you come to tennis you make thousands of decisions you you know you you have to be responsible you have to deal with adversity and so on and and we will help you with that and make them into well-rounded adults well there we go I'm coming with you and that's the sell we've got to do as coaches so I think that as we, as we kind of look at ourselves against other sports, I think we need to be able to make sure we are at the front. or we, And that's where I think getting into schools, yep. supporting the schools in the way that we, we can, and to really get that connection at the beginning, so as young as possible, you know, five, six, seven years old, then we are going to have a much better chance of getting a top. So if we have less coaches, we have less opportunities. So we've got to grow the coaching. We've got to grow the facilities and the opportunities. And we also need to make sure that the connections from the schools into the clubs are very seamless. And 
every time I turn on social media, I see that you've been on another BBC or ITV <laughs> show. You know, yeah, like I used to think I saw Alan Shearer a lot on different on different television shows. He was my hero, but you seem to be appearing everywhere, which is which is testament to the to the reach that you've managed to get with this. Because I would imagine you're not the first person to try and put together a pre-recorded video for somebody's PE session. You know, it's yeah. not. No disrespect, but it's probably not the creativity of it, but it's more the way that your enthusiasm and your way that you brought it. So tell the listeners, how have you created this outreach program that has got it to the stage where now it's starting to grow and grow and grow? Because I um, I had a great opportunity through the Tennis Coaches Support Network, which is John T. Solomon's uh, Facebook group, and I'd suggest that any coach go and join it. They're a wonderful group, very supportive. But I presented to 30 coaches my idea. Now, this is, comes back to another thing. If you don't share ideas and give stuff away, then it is only as good as what you've got. Yeah. So I thought, well, if I've got 18,000 kids in my area, why doesn't every coach in the UK do it? And think how many kids we could get into tennis. I'm not going to make money off them or anything like that. And I don't want to. I want kids playing tennis. So I did a presentation to 30 coaches, uh, 19 took action overnight and all of a sudden we've had more come in and it's, it's amazing now we're up to 2000 schools a week getting amazing. weekly videos, which is just a phenomenal reach. And so I think that that in itself is a wonderful story. Um, I've had support from the LTA in terms of what we're doing and how we're doing it, which is wonderful. Um, and that also attracted the media attention. So BBC Look East, ITV Anglia, local news for us, but then also got onto BBC Breakfast as well, because um, it, it's just a great story. Well, well done. So how, how do we take it from what you've got it to now to something that could be even bigger and better? Well, from the engagement that everyone's getting within the schools and and and, and which what with the videos and everyone get you need to get them into the clubs. So there is the LTA bringing out um, youth schools, which is a program which trains the teachers, and then there's a 250 pound voucher to go towards coaching to get coaches into the schools, do that face to face to then feed them in. I think that's awesome, and this is literally. The, the fuel for that fire. So I think what we're doing is brilliant. The other thing then is obviously to try and engage them in terms of um, free session vouchers or festivals or, or discounted courses, things like that to then get them into the club. So that's going to be the effectiveness. But then leading on from that, we just need to keep making sure that we keep growing it. And, and the way we're only going to do that is by keep promoting to, to obviously through the network to be able to get these players coming through. And in terms of scalability of it, how, how are you able to, to monitor the quality? Is, are they all using your content or is each coach bringing their own content together? Because I guess this is also built on the quality of the product. Yeah, well, the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Tennis Unlocked, which is the initiative, uh, all the coaches are doing their own videos because yeah. at the end of the day, I want people in Milton Keynes to connect with me. They don't want to connect with me if they live in Newcastle. No, they don't. No. <laughs> we don't want any Southerners speaking to no, us. No, this is it. <laughs> they wouldn't understand me. <laughs> 
Um, and we definitely want, don't want to enjoy these down <laughs> south, do we? But, uh, but this is why it's a really good platform. So each coach are doing their own thing. They've taken my idea. They've adopted it, adapted it, put their own spin on. I've shared templates, disclaimers, that. But it's really important that the locals connect with their local coach. Yeah. And then when we come out of this, they will already have that relationship and connectivity. Very good, John. I, I love it. And t tell me a little bit about, I'm sure I've seen some pictures of red noses flying around on, <laughs> on the internet as well. And it's that time of the year. It's normally, I love that Friday evening when Comic Relief is is on the t on the television. And, and I know that you've got an idea there that's brewing and, and coming together as well. Yes, we just launched this uh, initiative. Um, it's very short notice, but I don't think many schools um, or people have really thought too much about Comet Relief. Obviously, with the pandemic, kids going back to school is probably right down on their agenda. But what I've created is something called the Red Nose Tennis Challenge, which is quite simply a video uh, featuring five coaches who have been involved with the, uh, with the Tennis Unlocked videos. Um, so it's five tennis activities and the idea is to pass it to the schools, to the clubs, to anyone who really wants to just give the challenge a go and for the children then to get sponsored or get donations from mum, dad, gran, friends, family and it all feeds through into a Just Giving page which has been done off the Comet Relief um, site. So this is a whole initiative we're trying to raise £20,000 as a, as a group. Um, we've got over 20 coaches signed up to it. So they're pushing it out. I'm so, so happy because I've created the templates. We've got the video for them so they don't have to create any video. So it's the same video. Yeah. And then hopefully we can get lots and lots of people doing the activity, raising loads of money. And this is the other good thing. Through tennis and increasing participation and awareness, they're also helping others. And this is giving back because I think that's, more important than playing tennis. Absolutely. And, and an initiative like this, John, what it seems to me that it's crying out for is to open the doors and get more people involved is getting a, a name in tennis, getting names in tennis. So could you imagine if there's those five videos that you're bringing together for comic relief, if those five videos were, were celebrities that, that go on social media and people are able to relate to that so i guess my plea here on today's podcast is who can we get to help john with this john's not getting anything from this you know he's doing this for for the love of the sport he's he's growing the sport that organically you know creating opportunities for the whole eco ecosystem of tennis which five tennis players, tennis coaches that are well known in Great Britain can we get out there? If there's any of you listening to this podcast, or if there's any of you that have got some ideas or contacts for that, then let's get that going because that would be fantastic, John. Oh, this is what we need. This is the, like, the last piece of the jigsaw. And so I really, really would welcome anyone with a high profile. Uh, it'd be great to get some uh, some British top British players. Any even if I would love anyone who's obviously of a really high level or got some great connections to be involved with this. And let's really see how far we can take it. And let's try and smash that. I know uh, Sir Tom started with a, a, a small idea in terms of walking up and down his driveway 
but and Absolutely. then he he would never imagine the amount of money he raised. So why can't we do something like that? Absolutely. And my and my last question, John. Where do you where do you see this school's initiative in two years' time? Have you had time to think about a bigger picture vision of it? Yes. Well, through the private Facebook group, um, which anyone can get in touch and I'll, I'll connect you into that, which is what I'm using to support the other coaches um, in terms of templates, resources, communication, and also they they're helping to you know help each other as well, which is wonderful. But but through this. I've got a load of ideas in terms of programs in schools, festivals, competitions, crazy tennis assemblies, which I've done with 400 kids in a hall with Mexican waves and music going and trick shots. And I've got all these things, ideas that I've been using and doing over the years, which have attracted, you know, thousands of kids into the game. And I want to share those. So I can see that if we get it right and get the right people, I've got the tools, I've got templates, you can take them, adapt them, but this is where we've got to really focus our efforts to make the game big. Well, John, on behalf of myself and lots of people in the industry, a big thank you for, you know, your enthusiasm comes through so strongly, you know, to be to be getting people into, and I even take myself an academy in Spain hey who knows one of the kids that you've got going in the school could end up in my academy in five years time you know that we, we do have to help each other at all areas of the game you know and I think for for the listeners to get the opportunity to to hear this passion you know any support that can be given to it we'll leave all of the links in the, in the podcast notes i know you've you've mentioned the facebook page is there anything else that you would like to get across or any links that you would like to give for, for those listening that would get to, like to get involved really just get go to the facebook page um facebook.com forward slash tennis unlocked uh, you can send a message to me via that um, otherwise I'll, I'll leave my email address in the, in the podcast notes, but yeah, if more people that get involved, the bigger this will be, and it would just be a wonderful thing for tennis and for Comet Relief. John, you're a star. Keep up the great work. Yeah, we'll have to get you on another time to get your tennis journey a little bit more in depth. But we wanted this one to be short. We wanted it to be sharp. You know, if you've listened, if it's had a, had an effect on you, then please get involved in some way and hope everyone's doing well. Thanks a lot, John. Thank you very much. A big thank you to John, not only for coming on to the show, but also for his tireless work. I think there's two types of people out there. There's those that say we can't do things, and there's those that say we can do things. And it's very clear that John has used this time through lockdown to really put his mind, his effort, his heart, his passion to work to bring this together. And if you are a coach that's sitting at home listening to this podcast, get involved, you know, reach out to John. It's an amazing initiative that is is really going to make a difference in our sport the reality is it's real. You know, we can't just sit there and expect people to turn up on the tennis court without us providing these opportunities. I know us here at Sort of Tennis Academy, we're going to be getting involved in the Red Nose Day Challenge. And I'm excited to see what's to come of that. And yeah, like I say, a big, big thank you to John. A big thanks 
again to all of you for listening. The usual like, rate, review. It does go a long way. It helps get these amazing podcasts and guests into the right hands. But until tomorrow when our next podcast comes out, I'm Dan Keenan and we are Control the Controllables. <laughs>